What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Major Sports. Uh, we are here for episode number 18. So thank you again for joining us. As usual, follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, rate and review us. Follow us on Instagram. And let's jump right into it. I'm here, as always, with uh, my co-host, Rob. What's up, man? Hello, sir. How are you? I'm well. How's the West Coast treating you? Glorious. Getting a little chilly, but uh, going to go do some exploring tomorrow, so find out some more. Nice. Super. It's an 109 degrees here every day, so I'm, I'm re- I really <laughs> am joyous for you. Yes. Um, awesome. So let's jump right into it. What's up, man? Sorry, the dog just showed up. So <laughs> I want to kick off with a little bit of baseball. We, uh, we used to be a baseball-heavy podcast, you know, before the NFL came into our lives again. So let's, let's uh, touch the opening segments of this podcast. So we made uh, a couple of predictions at the beginning of the season. I, for one, said that the Giants would never be able to sustain what they were doing in early April. So that obviously was super correct, huh? Uh, the Giants ended up being the best team in baseball this season. Uh, we are into the postseason now. We just had our two wild card games. Uh, so Boston beat the Yankees in Fenway on Tuesday night. And man, as a Yankee fan ish, not a Yankee hater, I guess, it sucked to see Garrett Cole just blow it up like that in the first couple of innings. Garrett Cole is obviously nothing without some sort of foreign substance on his hand. I think that's pretty pretty fair to say at this point after what's happened. What do you think? Uh, honestly, I didn't follow him too too closely during the regular season. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there was a significant difference between before and after, so not super surprising. Yeah, that's – it was a significant difference. It was – he was still all right second, like after that happened, but it was a very clear, like – decline in his production and he got rocked a few times. I remember one time he got rocked like in Baltimore and I'm like, man, this is just weird because the Orioles. Um, <laughs> so he got blown up. The Red Sox moved on. They are currently down 5-0 in the eighth inning to the Rays. Um, Tampa's really good, man. Tampa, <laughs> Tampa just has a bunch of people that play really well and it's other than Franco, who's, you know, really highly touted prospect, the best prospect in baseball coming into this, and and a Rosarena who's been uh, probably going to be rookie of the year after his playoff run last year, too. There's not a lot of, like, big names on this team, and they're freaking phenomenal. Yeah. It's, well, uh, just from going to see him uh, as much as I could before, before leaving Tampa, uh, they just fit together really well. All their guys do exactly what they're supposed to do. They all are um, – just sort of, you know, they use the old adage, um, students of the game. I feel like that's that's really what they are. And then you, you didn't really mention him this time, but uh, the addition of Nelson Cruz has been huge for them. Yeah. Uh, giving him just like a professional slugger to stick in the middle of their lineup. So, yeah, yep, they're a good teams. He's got uh, a home run in this game, as a matter of fact. Yeah, uh, off so the stupid catwalk. Yes, exactly. Um, they need to get out of that place. Um, so that's that's what's going on there with the American League so far. Uh, Houston wiped the floor with the White Sox earlier today. It was 6-1. Lance McCullers went six and a third scoreless. Um, Houston, man, I hate Houston, but they're going to be a fucking problem. 
Yeah, for sure. Jordan Alvarez had a home run, uh, another two RBI day, Correa two for three. Um, and then they've got Bregman, they've got Altuve. It's it's going to be interesting to see if they can get past Tampa, because Tampa is still awesome, and see who comes out of the National League. So in the National League, we got uh, the Dodgers and the Giants starting up tomorrow night. That's going to be the best series in the playoffs. More than likely, and um, Atlanta, Milwaukee tomorrow afternoon. Let's. What do you think? Uh, who do you think is going to come out of the National League altogether? Who do you think will be the World Series representative? Uh, I mean, I always sort of default to the or to the Dodgers. Um, they they have the best roster money can buy, so I I just sort of default to them, uh, especially when you know the chips are down. If if they if they hadn't gotten robbed by the Astros, I feel like they would have won the last two or three in a row. So, um, I don't know. There's, they're, uh, it's hard to pick against them. We'll put it that way. I, uh, I mean, and they're the defending World Series champions, are they not? They are indeed. They are indeed. So, uh, that's obviously great. I think it's going to be San Francisco in the National League. Um, I'm going to super flip-flop from where I started the season and tell them that they were going to be fakes. To We're just going to ride this, just ride it all the way. I think that they're going to end up beating the Dodgers now in this series, and I think it'll handle whoever is Atlanta or Milwaukee's winner after that. What about the American League? What do you got in the American League? Uh, probably Tampa again, honestly. Probably Tampa. There's again. there's no reason to really go otherwise. I, I think that they're better than uh, than the Astros. Which I think there's a pretty clear, like Tampa versus Houston American League Championship path. I don't think that that's. I know that's real obvious with Tampa up five nothing and uh, and Houston <laughs> winning today. But like, I would have said that you know a week right. or two ago. Like that was sort of the path that we were on, no matter who came out of the wild card. Right. Um, and and honestly, the the Rays have handled Boston all year. They handled Boston and New York, to be honest. But um, I I don't think Boston gives them any issues at all. Um. Yeah, I just I I don't see him losing to them. Uh, I see him just going head to head with the Astros, um, and then seeing how that series breaks. All right, let's see as we go forward and see how this first round uh, develops, and we'll start talking a little bit more baseball as that series becomes more imminent. We should be starting that series probably late next week if everything continues as it's going. Maybe early the week after that. So. Let's see. All right. So let's switch it over to our favorite sport, our favorite subject, the NFL. Last week, we, um, we did our pick for week four. And there were a couple games that we kind of got, uh, got trounced in. First one I wanted to talk about was, ah, the goddamn Dolphins. <laughs> um so they played the Colts here at home. We both took the Dolphins to win that. I don't know why I keep doing this. Um, and they again, the offense didn't show up. There's nothing to be hopeful about with the Miami Dolphins at this point. I don't know what else to say about them. But I still sit there every Sunday and I watch them. So it's just like uh, I'm a masochist, and this is what they do to me every year. But here we are again. And Carson Wentz. Went out there and beat us on like three quarters of a foot altogether. Like the dude was <laughs> hobbling around, and I see still ran for like a first down. I'm like, how's this happening? 
so props to them. They got their first win. Jonathan Taylor had a pretty good game. I think he rushed for it's like almost 90 yards. Um, he had a touchdown, I believe. He was Every time they needed a big run on third down, Jonathan Taylor was running up the left side of the field. And it's like, how does this keep happening? Um, so we both took the Dolphins. Needless to say, the Colts ended up winning that. So that's uh, that was a big L for both of us. So yeah, anything anything on the Dolphins? Would you like to trounce on them a little bit? No, no. I, I mean, I don't think you could have picked any other way. Um, the Colts, yeah, yeah, they, zero and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the Colts had put up a fight against three uh, previous playoff teams and and three just good teams altogether. So it, I mean, I, I knew that that this could happen, um, but I, you know, to pick a win this team to get their first win on the road. Uh, after you know what they've done so far, it, that was hard. So it, I, I knew this was a possibility, but I I, I probably wasn't going to pick India uh, no matter what, honestly. All right, well, I'm not picking them anymore. How about that? Um, <laughs> next, we'll talk about your boys. Much much more lighter subject for you. So the Cleveland Browns went into uh, the Minnesota Vikings home up in where's the U.S. Bank Stadium. And beat the Vikings. I thought that the Vikings were going to take this. And Kirk Cousins came out and actually quickly led them down the field. And they went up 7-0. And I'm like, all right, this is, uh, this is it. And I don't think that the Vikings scored again after that. They didn't. Um, they they didn't. didn't. 11 straight uh, eleven straight drives that ended without a score. <sighs> Unbelievable. So the Brownies pulled it up 14-7. to Um <clears throat> I'm I'm happy for you guys. I'm glad that you all are three and one. Let's see what you guys can do. That defense is really good. That offense is pretty good too. You've been doing it without Jarvis Landry out there right now. Odell didn't do much in this game, did he? No. No, but they didn't really have anybody do much of anything. It was it was uh, Chubb and Hunt. I mean, that was that was the offense. Baker had a terrible game. He was like 14 for 32. It was it was bad. Um, but he didn't – I don't think he had any turnovers. No. So he didn't really kill him. Um, and then between Ch- uh, Chubb and Hunt, they rushed for 165 yards. Uh, yep. and, and that was really – I mean, controlling the clock, keeping Cousins off the field. Um, and then when he was on the field, having to deal with our defense. Uh, at, at this point, we have the number three uh, passing defense in the NFL and the uh, number three rushing defense in the NFL. Uh, and that was after already playing the Chiefs to begin with, and and Mahomes put up some pretty big numbers. Yeah. So uh, they, yeah, yeah, their 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 uh, their defense altogether has been pretty awesome so far. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I think that'll that'll be one of their difference makers, even on days like this one, uh, when Baker just didn't look all that good, and the Vikings defense was playing really well. Um, this is sort of how you can keep things close and, and not get real far behind, which is, you know, helpful. Cause we've, I've gone through this a couple different times with, with you and with other friends that I talked to, um, our gauntlet of quarterbacks that we have to go through is just God awful. Like it just, it sucks. Every time I look at the, at the schedule, I'm like, God damn, like your, your biggest break is, uh, is like Roethlisberger. Like that's your biggest break <laughs> on the schedule. Cause then you got to turn around and play Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson, or Kyler Murray, or this week, Justin Herbert. 
I mean, it's just it's it just doesn't stop. Derek Carr already beat Kirk Cousins, like ugh. So they're gonna need that defense. They're gonna need him every week. So yep, that defense is uh, it seems like it's for real. So it'll be there when you need him. And yeah, that gauntlet of quarterbacks is gonna be interesting to watch. And it starts with this week. We're gonna talk about it a little bit later because, uh, like you said, you guys play the Chargers this week. So that'll be one of the games that we talk about in our pick Um So to continue with last week, actually, and right on the subject of Justin Herbert and the Chargers, we uh, we had Vegas at Chargers. It was our Monday night football game this week. And uh, we both took the Chargers. They did, in fact, beat the Raiders. Uh, I didn't watch all of that game. I watched a little bit of the beginning of that game. And it is so fucking painful to watch Justin Herbert play for the Chargers as a Dolphins fan that I can't uh, I just can't watch him I can't watch those games so did you catch any of that Monday Night Football game I didn't uh, I I was facing Herbert in fantasy but he the the person I was playing was like 45 points behind so I, I knew I mean Herbert had a good game uh, after the first like quarter I was a little bit worried but yes yeah. he sort of slowed down a little bit as the game went on uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the Chargers have been pretty consistent. Now the 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 mo with the Chargers is they can have a nice start and then they'll start to have injuries or just boneheaded shit. So, I mean, it to their credit, that stuff hasn't happened yet. Uh, they've won some big games. They beat the Chiefs. They've they beat the Raiders. I mean, they're uh, they're looking more believable as a contender uh, yeah. so far than they do in normal years. But it's still hard to put a lot of trust into them. He went uh, – he had 222 yards from three touchdowns on 25 of 30 in passing. The dude just looks awesome. Austin Eckler had 117 yards in a touchdown. That's another one that I was going to mention. He had an awesome, awesome game. Um, that, I like this team. I, I think that they're – they've got a new coaching staff. Maybe they can shake some of these past playoff demons that they've had and, and maybe make a run. And on the other side – <clears throat> the Raiders, I mean, okay, you finally got to take a loss. They still did play bad. They they played defense there. They played decent. Derek Carr had an okay game. Um, but did you hear what, what Joey Bosa had to say about him after the after the game? No. Dude, I, I didn't laugh, but I was like, man, this is incredibly accurate because they even showed pictures of it. So apparently Joey Bosa was like, yeah, our game plan is to just um, – is to get to him a little bit at first, and then he kind of just shuts down. And he goes, super cool guy, right? Great player, love him. But if you put pressure on him, he kind of shuts down. And he even called that an example. He goes, one of the sacks, uh, if you look at the film, we haven't even gotten there yet. And he's already, like, curling up and giving himself up on the ground. And they showed us, it's like the, whoever the social media post was, they they found that play and they put up a picture of it. And the guy's still, like, a good two yards away from him. And Carr already has both hands on the ball. And he's kind of like tucked his shoulder down like he knows he's about to go down and I'm like dude this guy's like he's really he can't even put his hand on you yet and you have already given up um so Bosa said that and apparently that's just the way to beat Derek Carr is get to him early and it kind of rattles him and that's it so I thought that was interesting that he called it out but the Chargers are Chargers are an awesome team yeah yeah for sure and let's see what the Raiders can do three and one but um I don't think they're awful, but if that's the kind of stuff that's going to be out there, I mean, you have to imagine that defensive coordinators are going to start molding a game plan around absolutely getting to Derek Carr early and often to shake him for the rest of the game. And let's see how he can do after that. 
I was going to say that's not new. I mean, he's he's clearly not a young. No, uh, no, he's yeah. been in the league for a while. Is... So guys know that's what to do to get to him and, and rattle him. Um, but that you have true. to be able to have an offense like that. That West Coast offense, they they design it to get the ball out of his hands quickly. So you know you got to get down to the quarterback in less than two and a half seconds. That's not easy. Uh, it, it does give me some some comfort because one of those guys that can do that is Miles Garrett. So <laughs> and makes me feel a little bit better. That is amazing. You see, he um, back to the Browns for a second. He wore uh, no sleeves for this game, and he got randomly drug tested the next morning. Yeah, his his workout stuff. Anytime he puts it up, you're it just. I, I knew he was sort of a physical freak when they got him uh, out of Texas A&M, but his his stuff, he'll do like 60-inch box jumps with like a 45-pound weight on his back. And so, like, it's like, not human. Right. You're like Captain America. Like, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> yes. That is crazy. Yeah, he's a hell of a freak. Um, he really is. He's so good. He is so good. So, sorry, I'm watching. So, we got preseason basketball, so we're going to start start talking basketball soon. Heat are playing the Rockets right now. Just went up 14 at halftime. Uh, in case anybody was wondering what I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> so, we both picked the Chargers. The Chargers did win. That puts you at 2-1 and one and me at 1-2 and two for the week so far. Uh, next game, Arizona at the Rams. Man, we were super cocky about the Rams last week. We were right, ready to crown them after they beat the Bucks. We were like, oh, let's see. And Arizona was quietly at 3-0 and and Kyler Murray having a great, great season. And they went into L.A. and they pretty much stomped out the Rams, man. It was kind of a crazy game. I saw, like, bits and pieces of it here and there. But every time I looked up, especially in the first quarter, like, it was just Arizona scoring a touchdown. I was like, Jesus, what's going on here? Um, those two teams, that division itself is very exciting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm okay taking it out on that one. Uh, after the, the... – Rams game against the Bucks, it didn't make sense not to take them. So I, I'm good with that. And I think, uh, honestly, I think them and the Cardinals will split this year. I think they'll be stronger. The Rams uh, will be stronger as they get to them later on in the year. So, um, yeah, I, you know, you just chalk that one up. Kyler and the, and the boys had, had a little more going this time. They're really good. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're going to be able to score with anybody. For sure. Which is like basically the key to success in this league at this point. Stop Absolutely. a couple and be able to score at will. Yeah. So let's see. So yeah, we both took uh, the L's there, and then Carolina at Dallas was the next one. And man, the Panthers almost pulled this out. We both took Dallas, so we we got the win on this. The Cowboys didn't end up winning that, but I'm impressed with with Carolina and how. Um, how well they're still playing. Like that was a really good, that's a good Dallas team. And they were down, I think two touchdowns at one point and they still kept on going and came back, made a game out of it. I think they only lost by seven. Um, did you know that Sam Darnold leads the league in rushing touchdowns? I was going to throw that out as well. Yeah, that's a, that's a crazy one. <laughs> that's like, uh, it, really, this is, it kind of makes me worry about, their goal line offense, if he's scoring on his legs from down there so much. Like, McCaffrey's uh, banged up, right? He didn't play this. I know he didn't play the week before last. I don't know if he's back yet. Yeah, no, hamstring's still bothering him. So maybe with McCaffrey, you know, they they can actually beat the Cowboys. They're doing really well. I like what they're doing there. I'm happy for Sam Darnold, bro, getting away from that cesspool of the Jets. Right. Um, 
And yeah, he looks good there. So, but the Cowboys, the Cowboys did what the Cowboys do. They put up points. Dalton, what's Dalton Schultz, right? That's the, um, or Schwartz, that tight end that they're Schultz. using now. Schultz. Yeah. Yep. Um, he's really good. And uh, Dak targets him like, I think he had the most targets on the team this past week. Talk about a team with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper on it. And this guy's leading the team in targets. So that's uh, for fantasy purposes, if he's out there, people, that's, that's a really good thing to be targeted that much in such a highly powered offense. Um, so that offense is just go, go, go all the time. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. They, they released um, Jalen Smith this week too, which I don't, I know he hadn't played. He was about to right. I don't think he had played yet. He was going to come off the pup list. And that's uh, kind of an interesting move for the Cowboys. I don't know if you had anything to say on that. Uh, no, I think he, I mean, just to give an idea of how the league thinks of him, he was already signed uh, by the time he lost uh, waivers. I mean, he's already yeah, a Packer. he's signed with the Packers already. Yeah. Right, right. And I know the the Patriots are going to do the same thing with Stephon Gilmore, and he, they just ended up trading him to Carolina. To Carolina. So they, That's yeah, right. which they already That's had the top-run defense in the league, so to add uh, Gilmore to their pass defense, they're going to be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, that, that Carolina team is really – it's going to be something. They can easily win that division and, and get a home game in the playoffs, and then you never know what happens from there. Right, for sure. Um, so, yeah, we took Dallas. That puts you at three and two for the week. It puts me at two and three for the week. That leaves us for the season tied at 11 and nine each. So, at least we're above 500. I know, right? We're not totally full of shit, just about 50, 45%. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So let's talk about this week's games. There are not a ton of great games. Um, here's we got, we got the first London game Sunday morning. It's Jets, Falcons. And it's like, I don't think the NFL could have faked a worse matchup for that. Nope. That's um, bad. Lions, Vikings, eh, Broncos, and Steelers. That meh. That does nothing for me. Uh, the Panthers and the Eagles, it'd be fun to see that Panthers defense um, against Jalen Hurts and that Eagles offense. But Titans and Giant and Jaguars, excuse me, it's just not a lot of good matchups around the league. But there are a couple of games here and there that are pretty good. So we'll start our pick them this week with the usual two that we do, which is your team and my team. Yours is usually a lot more fun than mine, but we'll start <laughs> with the Dolphins this week. The right. Dolphins visit Champa Bay. And uh, Tom Brady, TB12, the Buccaneers, Rob Gronkowski, and everybody at Raymond James Stadium Sunday at 1 p.m. Um, we can do this quick. Who you got? Tampa. Yep, I'm taking Tampa too because the Dolphins absolutely suck and Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He's owned us for 20 years. <laughs> so, Wait, are, we, I, are we ready to officially on the pod uh, change your preseason uh, prediction for their record or are we still riding that out? I'm, I'll put it out there for feelers. Anybody who listens, feel free to comment uh, on our Instagram uh, or text me directly because I probably know you. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of going from 13 and four Miami Dolphins prediction, which is now absolutely laughable. So four and 13, because that's much more realistic. And uh, let's get another top 10 pick. Hey, um, here, so here's a crazy one. Because of the way they did their trades last year, your pick goes to San Francisco. I'm sorry, your pick goes to Philly. Your pick goes to Philly. The first round? No, but not yes. all. Oh, well, because we yes. keep the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You got the one from, I think, San Francisco. 
Yeah, San Francisco. Uh, so you get San Francisco's first round pick, and Philly gets your first round pick. Yeah. See, this is this smells the be- this smells like the beginning of the end for us. <laughs> um, I noticed oh, that the other day. Christ, I haven't even thought about that. Right, right now Philly has three top ten picks, and I was like, wait, huh? But yeah, they, uh, yeah, they they have yours, which would right now be number four overall. So <laughs> super, oh, absolutely, yeah. that's phenomenal. <laughs> um. Yeah, man, we're one and three. We're about to be one and four because we're going to Tampa. They are three and one. They are two and zero oh at home. They are obviously a machine. They're defending champions. Vegas is only giving them ten points. It's a ten point. We're ten point underdogs, and I think that that's laughable. Um, I think this will be easily a seventeen point win for Tampa Bay at least. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to say about these people, man. They've they've ruined Here's- enough of my days. Here's here's the one thing I'll throw out there. We we said the same thing. Bet the farm that uh, that Tampa would beat New England by by a bigger margin, and that was a lot closer than it should have been. Yeah, um, Mac Jones is better than Jacoby Brissett. Well, but not that by that much. Anyways, Man, go ahead. Yes. The, the the point that I'm making is Tampa has the worst pass defense of the NFL. Still, like we thought that maybe they'd get going against New England. Um, they still they give up the most passing yards per game every week, three hundred and thirty per game on average. So that's like a historically bad pass defense. Just to like mm-hmm. put that in perspective, that's like one of the top three or four worst in history. So you do have that going for you. You may be yeah. able to keep up a little bit uh, just because of how bad that defense is. Let's see. Our problem is our offensive coordinators. That's the first problem is that there's two of them. And second is that they don't they don't have any creativity. We get to the one yard line, and you may as well be on the opposite one yard line. They cannot get into the end zone from close yardage if their entire life depended on it. Jacoby Brissett has accidentally tripped into the end zone twice, I think, because <laughs> other than that, they don't get in there, and then they just run the same play over and over again. There's no creativity in the play calling. It's really frustrating to watch because it's like in open field. Brissett can drop back and he can make a pass and we have playmakers, right? And then you get down into the five-yard line or the four or the three. And it's you're calling the same bullshit every time and it's not working. And they don't – they're so frustrating. Watch, <laughs> them, watch them score 35 and beat the fucking Bucks this week. Um, yeah, but I'm not going with that. So Tampa Bay for both of us? Yeah, for sure. Tampa Bay. All right, so next, your brownies travel – to Los Angeles, California, to take on Justin Herbert, who could be the Dolphins quarterback, but instead we drafted Tua and the Los Angeles Chargers. So I'll let you take first on this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I picked the Browns in KC. I'm going to pick them in L.A. Uh, I, I think their defense can put some, some scare into Herbert. Um, I don't think Eckler will have as big of a game as he did against uh, – Los An- or Las Vegas, so I'm I'm gonna pick the Browns. Just go with that. All right, I uh, I see why you would go with that. And that defense, like we said, is phenomenal. Miles Ma- Garrett, he's gonna get after him. He's gonna get to Herbert. He is a freaking monster. But um, the Chargers have a really potent offense to go up against that defense. Austin Eckler, like we shouted him out earlier, he's doing really really well this season. Um, obviously, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams on the outside. And then Justin Herbert, just, he just looks like a fucking NFL quarterback, man. He just sits back there. He's big. He's tall. He throws the ball, like, confidently. He knows what he wants to do with the ball. Like, 
he just looks like a really good quarterback. I mean, this seems like a super miss for the Dolphins. Um, but I'm going to take the Chargers. We're going to have a, a different pick again this week. So there will be a new leader next week at some point. Um, I'm going to take the Chargers in this one, especially at home. Let's see how – not that it's much of a home advantage for the Chargers, but uh, they don't have to travel at least. So I'll take, I'll take the Chargers in this one. I'm going to throw out there that this is very eerily similar to all the offensive weapons you pointed out that the Vikings had. Uh, yep. So I'll just – I'll throw that out there because, you know, Absolutely. Justin Jefferson, Aaron Thielen, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Jones. And Justin Ooh. Jefferson – Justin Jefferson still had like 85 yards and a touchdown. So it's like he's still – Yeah, because one of, one, of his, one of his plays was like 60 yards. Oh, I don't know what to tell you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got – Rob taking the Browns. I'm taking the Chargers. Uh, I'll let you take the lead on this one, too, since it's a division rival. The Green Bay Packers travel to Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati, Ohio, to play the 3-1 and one Cincinnati Bengals. Go for it. Oh, Packers. I mean, it, when in doubt, you go with Aaron Rodgers. That's just that's, – that's the smart thing to do. It's just the rule. Yeah. Yeah, the Packers, uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. He's been phenomenal for them, too. Um, I kind of want to take Cincinnati here just because I want to root for the underdog, but I don't think that that's a smart play. Um, (laughs) Aaron Rodgers has eight touchdowns and 900 yards. This kid's at almost at 1,000 with nine touchdowns. Uh, Joe Mixon, he's banged up. He may not play. That would be... Obviously, a huge, huge blow to that offense. But um, I guess I'm going to go with, yeah, you know, A-Ron. A- you got to stick with, with the discount double check. Absolutely. I'm going, with, I'm going with Los Packers. Yeah. So that should be an interesting game, if anything. Um, all right, so the next one, our favorite division, the NFC West. It is the 49ers going to Glendale, Arizona to play the Arizona Cardinals. Um, so Arizona's coming off that big win in Los Angeles. They're going back home. Uh, the 49ers are 2-2 two and two now. They just lost to the Seahawks, or did they beat the Seahawks? Uh, they lost. They lost to the Seahawks, yes. So they're coming off of that. Oh, they got to keep going on the road. Um Kyler Murray, man, he's making his case for MVP. He is doing everything in his power to keep this team going. Uh, this guy, uh, Edmonds has been a pretty good running back so far for him. There was a, there was question as to whether he can be the lead back on a team coming in on this offense, and uh, Kingsbury said that, that was, that's exactly what he was going to do, and he's done it so far. John Con- uh, James Conner keeps um, vulturing touchdowns from him, though, in the goal line, so his stats don't look like it, but Arizona, that offense is for real. So I'm going to take them over San Francisco this week. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to go with the hot hand. Um, there's no reason right now, even though I, I am real high on San Francisco, there's no reason to pick against Arizona right now. So yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Cardinals as well. All right. So that brings us to the game of the week. Sunday night football, the Buffalo Bills visit the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's go ahead and lead with this one. I'm going to go Chiefs, man. Um, 
I think they started to find some things last week uh, against – I can't remember who they played. It wasn't a very good team, but uh, yeah. they just started to find some rhythm, um, get some stops. Uh, I think Honey Badger started to work his way back in pretty well. Uh, Chris Jones is, is back up front dominating like he normally does. Um, so I, I, I think the Chiefs are going to come out and, and play you know, up to their normal standards against the Bills. So you're taking Mahomes and the Chiefs? Mahomes, you got it. The Mahomes. They uh they went 42-30 against Philadelphia last week. There it is. Ty- Tyreek Hill had like uh three touchdowns. Um he actually apologized to his fantasy owners after he's like, Hey, I'm sorry y'all, but I'm back. I was like, this guy is a clown. Um but now he has like the second most points in PPR leagues across Fantasy football, so I guess he is back with that performance. But yeah, that's absolutely. The Eagles. Um, the Bills, though, they went forty zero over the Houston Texans. I know that's not saying much, but to go forty zero on an NFL team is still uh, impressive. That defense, that defense is really good. Um, so that could be interesting to see them match up against uh, Mahomes in that offense, which we know is top tier. Like Kelsey, we don't have to go through Kelsey. Uh, Hill, Mahomes, Edward Hilaire, just everybody that they have in that freaking offense. Yeah, um, but this Buffalo defense is it could be for real. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Um I wanna go with them, but I'm taking the safe bet of the Mahomes. So again, it will be your Cleveland Browns that decide which one of us takes the lead in our season long record this week. As Wonderful. You took the Browns and I took the Chargers, so that'll be a lot of fun. We need to we should uh, live stream us watching one of these games. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. Um, so, yeah. So, let's see. That uh, brings us to the end of our episode. I know it was a quick one this week, but we wanted to make sure we uh, hit up these picks and uh, talk a little bit about those games before they happen this week. Uh, anything else that you want to add, sir, before we sign off? No, no. Looking forward to the week's games. Um Looking forward to a, a good ep- uh, NBA episode coming up here Absolutely. at some point. Um, hopefully we'll have some movement on the Ben Simmons front and just uh, starting to maybe do some preseason predictions, who we think the playoff teams will be, all that good stuff. So yep. looking forward to that. Looking forward to some good football this weekend. And, uh, yeah, hopefully my Browns can pull it out and I take the lead. Let's see what happens. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining uh, episode 18 of the pod. Again, rate and review us. Follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 3 Major Sports uh, and interact with our polls and everything that we put up there. Uh, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. And enjoy the football. Have a good weekend, everybody. Take care, buddy. Take care, everybody.